Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. My name is Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have the next part of Erwin McManus's message on the story that we tell ourselves. Here's Erwin. All right, there's a third story, which we're going to get to. And this one I call the innocent. See, this is the story we tell ourselves where we never actually do anything good, we just don't do anything bad. And so we're always the innocent one. We're not to blame, and you make sure you're not to blame. You never risk, you never venture, you just stay in your safe space. And I, and I, I, I know it's hard because if this is you, I pick kind of a bad character. Pilot. Because he gives us the best visual of this story that we tell ourselves in Matthew 24, 27, 24. By the way, this is near the end of Jesus' life. This is when he's about to be crucified, so it's not like a highlight moment for Pilate. But listen when it happens. Pilate had the power to set Jesus free. He had the power to acknowledge Jesus' innocence. He had the power to overrule a violent crowd and do the right thing, and he did not. And it says, when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere with the crowd, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. Now, the tricky thing about this story, when you tell yourself this story, that you're innocent, is that you live your life disconnected. You live your life disconnected from problems in the world that you can solve. Problems around you that you can actually make a difference in. Problems in the lives of others that if you just had the moral courage to speak into their life, their life would change. And the challenging thing is that the narrative of the innocent is this, this is not my problem. You know, one of the great measures of leadership is having the courage to have the right conversations with people when you've been invited into their lives. And one of the great challenges when you actually have moral leadership, spiritual leadership, is that you will find relationships closed to you because you speak the truth people need to hear. But at the same time, you will see more people's lives change because of the truth you refuse to be silent about. And so I'm wondering, how many of us tell ourselves this story? You just wash your hands of the problems. Like when people say, I just didn't even listen to the news. I mean, I understand. It's depressing. I understand. It's skewed. I understand that it's hard to find out what's really going on. But, but if the statement, I don't even listen to the news, means I, I, if I don't know about it, it's not happening, then it's a problem because now you're the innocent. And the challenge is anyone who does good, let me tell you, I can, I'm going to tell you this from this place that I'm standing right now. One of the most dangerous places to stand in the world is to be a pastor. I'm not kidding. I don't usually talk about this, but I I can tell you. I'll say this for Pastor David. One of the most dangerous places in the world is to be a pastor because you try to help people who really need help, who are really broken, really messed up, really troubled. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the person next to you. And, uh, and, And have you ever tried to help someone who's really broken? And what you discover is that in that brokenness, the person closest to them is the person they will later attack and devour. It is so much easier to not help people. I gotta tell you. I mean, Kim was going to meet with someone today and I found myself saying things like, hey, don't give her any advice. 
<laughs> you know, don't tell her anything. Why? Because she's tried to help her in the past. So I'm telling you, your entire conversation will probably be the fuel for everything you did wrong in that conversation. Because what happens when, when you're in someone's story where they're the innocent, they're never responsible for anything. And when you engage someone's life, you're going to get your hands dirty. You're going to get your life messed up. There's nothing more dangerous than helping people who need help. But there's also nothing more rewarding than watching someone's life change when you help them. So the question, is it worth the risk? I think for some of us, the story we're in is, I'm a good person because I've never done anything bad. How do you measure the virtue of your soul? Like, how do you measure the goodness of who you are? It's an interesting question, right? You're good, why? Because you don't do anything bad. But are you good if you don't do anything bad? Or are you, are you just sort of wasting space? Are you only good when you're doing good? So the question isn't how much bad are you not doing? Or how much bad are you avoiding? That's the wrong story. And by the way, God is not going to be upset with you if you try to help someone and it goes bad. I try to remind people all the time, look, they'll never be mad at you, quote, for your decision. They'll be mad at you for the process. You ever heard that? I just don't agree with the process. Well, because the process was life change. The process demanded them to change, and they didn't like that. And someone says, yeah, but it didn't go well. I go, yeah, because there were bad ingredients involved. It wasn't going to go well. You just had to kind of hope for a miracle by doing the best you could. And here's the crazy thing. You will live a safer life if you live that life of, I'm the innocent one. I'm disconnected. I'm not to blame. This is not my problem. This is not my fault. This is not my issue. This is not my person. And sometimes you just have to go, it's not, but I still care. And I still think I can do good. And I still think I'm responsible to help this person move forward in their life because they've opened their life to me. Jesus stood in front of Pilate, and he had the power to declare him what he was, innocent. And instead, he washed his hands of all responsibility. You can spend your entire life washing your hands of all responsibility, and no one will be able to point to anything you ever did wrong. They just won't be able to remember anything you ever did right. And I want you to be remembered for the story you were created to live in. If you're living a disconnected life, if you're living your life telling yourself, it's not my problem, it's not my issue, if you have convinced yourself I'm innocent because I'm not doing wrong, but you're not committed to doing right, get out of that story. It's an inferior story to the life God created you to live. Say, it seems like every, every week Chad Brokaw is with someone whose life is a mess. I, I, he's like a magnet for messy lives. And, and what I, I find to be fascinating about Chad is he never thinks those people are beneath him. He actually thinks helping them 
step into a better life is a part of his moral responsibility. I don't know what happened to him. Why is this guy so, like, broken like that? <laughs> you know, or, or, or maybe that's a part of the story that all of us need to step into. That we're there for each other when we're needed most. Maybe we need to stop washing our hands of what we didn't do and putting our hands on what we can do. And And by the way, I'm just going to throw this one little political statement. It's not incidental that Ukraine was never allowed to enter NATO because it allowed us to be innocent so that we could say, yeah, but they're not our responsibility. On a geopolitical level, this is the story we're in right now so that we could pretend we care and help a little, but not be morally or politically responsible. I just thought I'd note that. That was Erwin McManus, and you can find that on YouTube. If you search under The Stories We Tell Ourselves, Erwin McManus Mosaic. You can also find out more information about him at his website, thegeniusof.com. He has written several books. The Genius of Jesus is one of them, and I think that's exactly where he got his website from. Hope you have a great day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.